0: Gentlemen recording from Los Angeles, California. Welcome to another edition of the one and only podcast known to the world as Sean Sports Stop, where Sean Tiplitsky gives his unique opinion on the biggest news stories in sports. On today's episode of Sean Sports Stop, episode number 219, to be exact. I, Sean Toplitsky, will be reporting the biggest news in sports and giving my unique opinion on all the topics. Uh, there's lots to talk about on today's episode. I'm coming at you from Los Angeles, California on um, Saturday, January 19th, 2019. So yeah, on top of that, I'm going to cover the, the uh, news results and future matchups of the Los Angeles sports teams. So what I will be covering is uh, DeMarcus Cousins, uh, being really happy with his return to the NBA, particularly getting able or being able to play with the Golden State Warriors. Anthony Davis being injured for one to two weeks due to a finger sprain. The Houston Rockets wanting to trade Carmelo Anthony as soon as possible. West Virginia upsetting Kansas in college basketball. John Harbaugh and the Baltimore Ravens likely agreeing to a contract extension. Uh, Wisconsin shocking Michigan in college basketball Duke narrowly avoiding an upset Versus the University of Virginia The New York Yankees reportedly uh, Trading Sonny Gray to the Cincinnati Reds Uh, Russell Westbrook saying that he and Joel Embiid are not cool An update on Lonzo Ball's ankle injury Manny Pacquiao outclassing Adrian Broner In their fight And Greg Hardy making his very controversial UFC debut and the ending to his fight Was uh, also Was equally as controversial Um So, last thing I want to say before I get into it uh, is uh, Crimson IT is a Los Angeles-based managed IT services company that specializes in ultra-reliable and highly secure IT services for the small and medium-sized companies. If you would like to see if any of your company email passwords have have been stolen on the internet, reach out to them. And for listeners of my podcast, they will run a free scan on the dark web for any information related to your company that has been been leaked, stolen, or sold. Crimson IT can reach at 310-838-3700 or crimsonit.com. So, uh, without further ado, let's get down to it. The first story, as I said, has to do with uh, the NBA. So, uh, almost one year to the day, he suffered a torn Achilles. DeMarcus Cousins was all smiles after making his debut for the Golden State Warriors on Friday night. Per ESPN's Nick Friedell, Cousins explained his emotions after dropping 14 points in 15 minutes to help the Warriors earn a 112-94 win over the Los Angeles Clippers on the road. So he said, quote, felt like a kid on Christmas. This is probably one of the best days of my life. The only negative part of Cousins' performance is he fouled out in the fourth quarter. The four-time All-Star showed little rust following a long layoff, shooting 5 of 11 overall and making three of his four attempts from three. Cousins injured his Achilles playing for the New Orleans Pelicans on January 26, 2018. Concern around his ability to return to form allowed the Warriors to sign him to only a one-year $5.3 million deal in July. After a 15 and 9 to start, the Warriors appear to have hit their stride with 17 wins in their past 22 games. Adding Cousins to a rotation that already includes Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green is absolutely lethal. And I'm really, I was never happy with this move and I'm pretty sure I made that known publicly on the podcast. Um, but I'm really happy for DeMarcus um, because suffering a Achilles tear is a devastating injury. It could have ruined his NBA career, could have essentially ruined his life because it's safe to assume that basketball is his life. Basketball has to be your life if you're a player in the NBA, or if you're just a professional basketball player in any league, but especially in the NBA, where it's the world's best, and it could have essentially ruined his life. And now he's back with the Warriors, all smiles on a good team. So I'm just happy for DeMarcus Cousins, to be honest with you. So switching gears now to um, a story on DeMarcus Cousins' ex-teammate. The New Orleans Pelicans announced Saturday that Anthony Davis will miss uh, one one to two weeks after X-rays revealed he sprained his left index finger during the team's loss to the Portland Trailblazers on Friday night, Shams Charania of the Athletic and Stadium reported Davis's hand will be re-evaluated in three to four days, at which point they'll decide if he needs to see a specialist regarding the issue. Andrew Lopez of NOLA.com first reported Davis underwent X-rays after the game. He added, uh, "Quote: Davis injured his left finger late in the fourth quarter while attempting to swat at, at the swat at the ball. Portland big man Zach Collins was holding on the wing." Davis lunges at the ball and immediately goes to grabbing his left hand after making contact with Collins' arm. Davis grabbed at his finger and tried to stay in the game. He eventually went quickly to the bench to get his left index and middle fingers taped together. He missed 9 seconds of game action before checking back in. Um, The 25-year-old finished Friday's contest with 27 points and 7 rebounds, so still not a very bad game. Davis is definitely one of the league's top MVP candidates. but. This is the second injury he's picked up this month, as he also injured his ankle on January 12th. Earlier this season, he dealt with a sprained elbow and a hip strain. He's averaging 29.3 points, 13.3 rebounds, and 2.6 blocks a game, and he expected such numbers before the season, saying, quote, Honestly, I see myself as the best player in the league, most dominant player in the league, Davis told ESPN's Rachel Nichols in October. I think it's time for that step. You only get a short window, and I don't want that window to close, so I think my time is now. Uh, so I definitely love the confidence from AD. I don't think he's the best player in the NBA, but that's just... Um that's just my opinion. And um, so, switching gears now to uh, more NBA. Carmelo Anthony's uh, Carmelo Anthony's brief stint with, with the Houston Rockets could end as early as next week. Uh, per ESPN.com's Adrian Wojnarowski, the Rockets are, quote, aggressively working to find a trade partner for Anthony by Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, as they try to clear a roster spot to sign Kenneth Fareed. Um, technical difficulties, excuse me, while well, I get it fixed. Um, sorry about that. So what Jarnowski noted, Reed will sign with the Rockets after he agreed to a bio with the Brooklyn Nets on Friday, and I've already covered that. Um. Man, I'm, I'm just trying to fix the sound. Give me one second, guys. I might have to edit this out of the episode. Um, okay, I think... I think it's good. I apologize for the delay. I'm just... I'd rather... To be honest... I'd uh, definitely rather... Take a bit of a break and make sure that everything is working, then deliver a half assed product, so to speak. Okay, so I think it's fixed. So, as I was saying, one thing that won't happen, though, per what on Saturday is Anthony being waived by the Rockets. One scenario being explored by the team is releasing James Nunnally if they can't work out a trade for Anthony to clear the space needed to add for Reed. Houston is expected to, to is expecting or Houston is searching for a big man with Clint Capella expected to miss four to six weeks after he had surgery on Thursday to repair a torn ligament in his right thumb. The Athletic Sam Amick reported Friday that Anthony has bought multiple options available and was expected to pick one before the February 7th NBA trade deadline. Freed's looming looming presence for Houston may have escalated escalated that timetable. So that's that uh, switching gears now to college basketball. The West Virginia Mountaineers picked up a much needed marquee win on Saturday with a 65-64 upset victory over the 7th seeded Kansas uh, Jayhawks at WVU Coliseum in Morgantown, West Virginia. Jermaine Haley made a go-ahead layup with 8.5 seconds left and the Mountaineers defense came up with a clutch stop on the game's final possession. Haley led the way for WVU with 13 points while James Baldwin 12 and Derek Culver 11 also reached double figures. Dedrick Lawson posted a double-double with 15 points and 11 boards for Kansas which shot only 43.6% from the floor and ended up turning the ball over eight times. So a huge loss for Kansas and a big win for West Virginia. Congrats to them. Well, I know, Switching gears to the first NFL story of this episode, the first and only NFL story, actually. So after some uncertainty about his future with the organization, John Harbaugh will reportedly remain the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens for the foreseeable future. Per ESPN's Chris Mortensen, the, f- the 56-year-old has agreed in principle to a new deal with Baltimore. The Ravens said in a statement released on, de- on December 21st that Harbaugh would return in 2019 and that the two sides were working toward an extension. Quote, John Harbaugh will continue as our head coach for the 2019 season, and he and, and he and we are working on an extension to his existing contract, which expires after the 2019 season, the team said. Following a 4-5 start in 2018, CBS Sports' Jason LaConfora reported on November 11th that Harbaugh and the Ravens were, quote, very likely headed to a mutual parting of the ways after the season. One source told LaConfora that the coach's odds of being with Baltimore in 2019 were, quote, quite bleak. The Ravens responded by winning six of their final seven games to capture the AFC North title for the first time since 2012. So definitely ended the season on an extremely high note. And, um, yeah, no... Sorry about that. Some more technical difficulties, unfortunately. Uh, we're now going to be switching gears to even more, uh, even more college basketball. So, the Wisconsin Badgers upset upset the number two Michigan Wolverines, 64 to 54, on Saturday, handing them their first loss of the season at the Kohl Center in Madison, Wisconsin. Senior forward Ethan Happ led the way with uh, with 26 points, 10 rebounds, and 7 assists for a Wisconsin team that improved to 12-6 overall and 4-3 and in Big Ten play. The Wolverines fell to 17-1, but they are still among the top teams in the Big Ten with a 6-1 conference record. Um, so, there you have it. Uh, switching gears to even more college basketball. No more undefeated teams left. As... Um, the last undefeated team in Division I men's college basketball finally fell on Saturday as the number one Duke Blue Devils beat the number four Virginia Cavaliers 72-70 to at Cameron Indoor Stadium in Durham, North Carolina. Virginia fell to 16-1 on the season, and with Michigan's loss to Wisconsin earlier, as I just covered, there are no more undefeated teams left. Meanwhile, the Blue Devils are now 15-2 and may have done enough to preserve the number one ranking despite losing to Syracuse on Monday. Based on Saturday's result... There's now a six-way tie atop the ACC at 4-1, with Duke and Virginia among those in the mix, so very, very interesting. Switching gears to the MLB, the New York Yankees are close to reaching an agreement to trade starting pitcher Sonny Gray to the Cincinnati Reds for 23-year-old infield prospect Shed Long and a draft pick John Heyman of Fancred reported Saturday. On Sunday, Heyman added that the Reds are trying to reach an agreement on a contract extension before finalizing the trade. Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic added the extension would, quote, justify seemingly high acquisition costs for Gray. Gray, whom the Yankees acquired in a July 2017 trade with the Oakland Athletics, is coming off a disastrous 2018 season. He posted a 4.9 ERA and a 1.5 whip across 30 appearances, 23 of which were starts, and was demoted to the bullpen in early August. New York General Manager Brian Cashman said after the team's AL Divisional Series playoff exit against the AL East rival Boston Red Sox, the starter would be available in trade talks in the po- in the offseason, saying, quote, it hasn't worked out thus this far, as the GM told reporters in October. I think he's extremely talented. I think we'll enter the winter open minded to a relocation to maximize his abilities. I think it will be more likely best somewhere else. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, smart move for the Yankees. He just wasn't playing well for them. And, you know, you got to do what you got to do to make your team better. Now transitioning to the NBA, the Russell Westbrook Joel Embiid rivalry added another chapter on Saturday, and it was a big one. Tempers flared in the closing minutes of Oklahoma City's 117 to 115 win when Westbrook and Embiid were involved in a collision that saw the seven foot 250 pound Sixer center fall on top of the six foot three 200 pound Thunder point guard. And when Westbrook fell out with 14.9 seconds to go, Embiid made sure to wave goodbye to his opponent as he left the court. Westbrook was asked afterward if he and Embiid were cool. His response, per ESPN's Royce Young, "F no." The former NBA MVP noted that he believed the Philadelphia big man was a little extra in the collision. When asked to elaborate on the feud, Westbrook said, according to Young, quote, go home, bro. Indeed, we meanwhile didn't understand why Westbrook was upset for ESPN's Tim Bontep saying, quote, I don't know why he was mad, but he's always in his feelings. So they're definitely going at each other. And it's pretty entertaining, to be honest. Uh, switching gears to more NBA. Los Angeles Lakers point guard Lonzo Ball suffered a sprained left ankle during the third quarter of Saturday's game against the Houston Rockets. The Lakers announced Lonzo would not return and that he was headed to a local hospital for x-rays, according to Mike Trudell of the team's official website. X-rays were negative for fractures, per ESPN's Dave McMenamin. Two teammates carried Ball off the court and to the locker room. The 21-year-old guard has eight point, had 8 points and 11 assists in 22 minutes before exiting due to the injury. Ball dealt with an ankle injury earlier in the season and played only 52 games during his rookie season after Los Angeles selected him with the number 2 overall pick in the 2017 NBA Draft. He also underwent knee surgery during the offseason prior to the 2018-19 season. The UCLA product averaged 10.2 points, 7.2 assists, 6.9 rebounds, and 1.7 steals per game as a rookie and has posted 9.9 points, 5.3 assists, and 5.4 rebounds during his second year while playing alongside LeBron James. Ball's injury is the latest for a banged-up Lakers team. Uh, both LeBron, Groin, and Punkard Rajon Rondo Finger have been out since Christmas Day. Both LeBron cleared to practice next week on Wednesday, and Rondo cleared to return to full contact practice on Friday, appear to be nearing returns. Well, with Ball and Rondo sideline, Josh and Tavis, Caldwell Pupp, and Lance Stevenson figured to rotate in the backcourt. So unfortunate, but Lonzo gets better. What I don't understand is uh, a lot of people are saying that Lonzo is faking the injury to avoid being traded as his name has come up in trade rumors once again. Uh, maybe he faked it last year, but you know, watching the game last night against the Houston Rockets, uh, Lonzo did not fake that. His ankle clearly rolled, so I wish him uh, a, 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 um, a quick recovery. So I'm switching gears to boxing. A big boxing event happened tonight. Manny Pacquiao successfully defended his WBA welterweight title belt on Saturday, defeating Adrian Broner by a unanimous decision at MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas. Uh, so the judges' scores were 117-111 116, and 116-112 twice for Manny Pacquiao. The win marked Pacquiao's first successful title defense since beating Lucas Matisse by a 7th-round TKO for the belt in July 2018. Pacquiao dominated the match from start to finish. Um, so, just a huge win for Pacquiao, and congrats to him. Now, switching gears to MMA for the last big news story of this episode. Uh, Henry Scijudo beat TJ Dillashaw in the main event of the first UFC fight on, on ESPN+. Plus. But a bigger story uh, was Greg Hardy, the former NFL defensive end. So, former Pro Bowl defensive end Greg Hardy's UFC debut did not go as planned. You could say that. Again, Alan Crowder played the role of a spoiler and ended his undefeated streak with a second-round disqualification win over Hardy in the co-main event of UFC on ESPN Plus One from Brooklyn, New York, on Saturday. Hardy wasted no time in getting after Crowder. He attacked early with overhand rights, looking for the early knockout. But Crowder was wise to tie up and officially made this, uh, and officially make this the longest fight of Hardy's short MMA career. And eventually, Hardy lost the fight due to a illegal knee. So. Yeah, I mean, that's all we have for this episode of Sean Sports Up. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys on the next one.